This is a podcast on an overview of dental BP and longitudinal dental foundation training in Scotland. Copyright NHS Education for Scotland. Both dental BP or DBT and longitudinal dental foundation training or LDFT are managed by NHS Education for Scotland or NES. NES are a special health board who are responsible for staff training in NHS Scotland. Although NES are responsible for the educational and assessment components of vocational training, they are not the trainee's employer during the period of training. The employers are the training practices. DBT is an NHS scheme which aims to support new dental graduates in their early careers. In addition, in Scotland, trainees must attain satisfactory completion of vocational training in order to obtain a BP number, which is necessary to allow them to work as an associate or principal in the NHS general and public dental services. vocational trainer. Trainers apply and are selected against certain criteria. They agree to certain responsibilities and obligations. For example, they must be present for a minimum time per week with the trainee in the practice and also provide an acceptable standard of equipment for the trainee to use. salary and conditions. The BT salaries for both the trainer and the trainee are set by Scottish Government and are published in the SDR or Statement of Dental Remuneration. Standard contracts are provided to cover the trainee's employment and the educational and service responsibilities of both parties. On screen you will see some of the other main conditions associated with vocational training. Models of training. Even though the basic structure of training programmes are standard, there are different models of training available. The most common and the most traditional model is where a trainee is supported by a single trainer. However, experienced trainers may sometimes support two trainees within the practice. Conversely, a trainee may be supported by two trainers who share the training commitment between them. If these trainers are in the same practice, this is called joint training. Occasionally, the trainers are in different practices and this is called shared training. The service where the training takes place may also differ. Most BT and LDFT training practices are in the GDS, but a few are in the Public Dental Service or PDS. If a training practice is in the PDS, it will, to some extent, mirror a GDS practice in that the treatment provided will be mostly of a general nature 
So as a trainee, you can experience a broad range of disciplines. Finally, the duration of training can be one or two years. BT is almost always one year. During that year, a trainee may elect to apply for a core training course for the following year. Such a course could be located in either the hospital dental service or the public dental service, or most commonly, both. There are a limited number of Longitudinal Dental Foundation Training or LDFT courses usually available. This scheme, which only runs in certain regions, allows trainees to experience working in different services concurrently throughout the training period by managing a split week between the services or alternating week about between the services. Both BT and LDFT formats provide the opportunity for trainees to attain satisfactory completion of BT by the end of the training programmes. In summary, therefore, two-year programmes can be selected to provide full-year training in one service, then another full-year in another service, or to train part-time in different services for two years. Applications for BT and LDFT must be made prior to the first year, but second year core training applications are invited only during a trainee's BT year. All other BT posts within the UK, but out with Scotland, are now recruited to centrally. COPDEN manages this process which involves mass applicant assessment and ranking. Note that non-Scottish training schemes commence on the 1st of September each year. This may be an important factor if a prospective trainee is considering training in different countries. Recruitment and selection of trainees. This is an overview of the steps involved in attaining a post. Firstly, an application must be submitted on portal by the stated deadline. For LDFT posts only, which have a second separate application deadline, shortlisting of applications takes place. All applicants should prepare CVs and identify referees at this stage. Immediately prior to the visitation period, the Training Practice Prospectuses section of Portal will become accessible to applicants. This will provide information on the posts available for that year. The visitation period is when applicants can contact appointed trainers and attend open days and interviews. At the end of this period, ranked preferences are submitted, again via Portal, by both trainees and trainers and a matching process takes place. Any remaining posts are offered through a clearing process to those trainee applicants who have not yet secured a post. It is likely that Scotland will host about 16 or 17 schemes annually. Each scheme usually contains up to 12 trainees and each scheme is managed by a VT advisor. The geographical location of the schemes 
is shown on screen now. Specifically for LDFT, unlike DT, applicants must submit a personal statement as part of their application. This will be assessed at shortlisting and successful applicants at this stage will be invited for interviews. Usually, ultimately, about 50% more candidates than posts progress to selection by the GDS trainers. Visitation. Applicants for all posts should prepare for selection. CVs, interview skills and many other factors will determine a candidate's success in securing a training post. The process is competitive and there is no guarantee of a post, so preparation and performance, both prior and during visitation, are important. Visitation usually takes place within a three-week period, although there is no requirement for either trainees or trainers to be involved for this entire three-week period. Eligibility. Currently, in response to the limited number of available posts, applicants are categorised and priority is granted to graduates who must complete DT in order to work in the NHS in the UK. As such, EU graduates who because of European freedom of work rights are exempt from this requirement are initially placed on a lower priority list until later in the overall selection process. Anyone with any inquiries regarding eligibility should contact dental recruitment at nes.scot.nhs.uk. This is the end of the podcast.